the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to the Friday edition of The Ride Home. Good to be along. This is uh, always my favorite show of the week. We do uh, some different fun and odd things. Uh, Kath? Uh, it doesn't sound right. No, it does sound right. We do fun, some different and odd things. Fun and odd. It's not like think. gymnastics. <laughs> Yeah, we pull out Play-Doh and kind of, you know. I mean, they're different radio elements. It's not like we're, you know, all of a sudden painting. Right. But, it's, you like, know, when you, it, it's like, who's your, uh, Bob, it's not a Bob Ross segment. It's not. But when you say ra- when you say radio elements, it sounds kind of like, you know. Yeah, it does sound like insider. You know, what does that like, mean? Like, ooh, it's our favorite radio elements. elements for the day is we're looking forward to. All right. Speaking of radio elements, we're streaming live on Facebook, 101.5 mm-hmm. Word FM or The Ride Home with John and Kathy. For some reason, I haven't been able to figure out. Our numbers are always lower on Fridays. It's like people, people don't people don't want to be online on Fridays. Listen, if you're online, go to Facebook and you know, look at our ridiculous faces and my hair, which is so desperately in need of a haircut, yeah. and leave a comment about what I can possibly do with my hair. I think it looks good, Kath. I think you're it still looks nice. good. You're really very does. nice, John. Thank Me. you. No, it's no, a nightmare. It's a no. nightmare. But the good news is yeah. we've moved from yellow to green. Yeah. So today uh, across uh, Allegheny County, uh, across Western Pennsylvania, as of 1201 this morning, while I was sitting in the darkness because there was no uh, electricity. Because you had no electric, right? Right. We have gone to the green phase, which uh, I don't know. I mean, you want to get a haircut? Now you can get a haircut, right? You can go and dine outside with social distancing. You can dine inside with social distancing. You can go to your favorite bar with social distancing. Will people social distance? I guess that's the uh, the question to be asked. I think that the virus that seemed very deadly about six weeks ago seems much less deadly now. And I'm not sure if it's because it actually is. I think it's just because our outlook has changed and the weather's changed and a lot in society's changed. And so the the deadliness of the pandemic seems to have decreased. No, wait a second. Are you in, saying that in, you think you've been played? No, I don't think I've been played. I just think, again, it it makes me think that none of us are as rational as we say we are. <laughs> we're just, we're all, we're, we're all about science. I'm we're into persuaded that. by facts. That's all we do. Do your research, all those sorts of things. But when it comes right down to it, I think, most people just act on like instinct more than anything. Right. So, so there's the problem, right? For a lot of people who go, this is a hoax. The government's making this up. They've ruined the economy because of this whole thing. They've crushed things because of bad science and politics. And what are we right. doing? Right. right. Mm-hmm. We took the greatest economy in the country and the, and the history of the country. And all of a sudden we went to the toilet and now we've got, you know, 15% yeah, unemployment. Right. right. But the reason we did all that is because we were persuaded by facts ostensibly. Whose facts? Oh, no. Now you're going to be like a conspiracy theorist. Whose, Whose facts, facts do you believe? Kath? Listen, I can't stand that. That's what I want to know. Oh, okay, so as God. we go to green, 
Are you yourself ready to venture out this weekend? Are you looking for like, you know, a red lobster feast? Tomorrow, I'm going to a funeral. Well, that's a big deal. I know it's a big deal. I'm actually excited about the, the, the possibility that the family of my friend who's passed away is going to be able to have a significant number of people around it. A regular funeral. Yeah. So that's what I'm I'm doing tomorrow on, on our way back from the funeral. I think we Mm -hmm. are going to stop and get pizza, but we've gone and got, we've gotten pizza every other Saturday, you know? So I don't think that's really different. So I don't, other than the funeral, Oh, wait. And the big news, of course, other than that, personally, and something of much less significance, is that my friend Amy, who's been a guest on our show, who cuts my hair, did contact me this morning to make an appointment. Very nice. And the big day is when? June 18th. Oh, not too bad. What are you saying not too bad? It's not that far away. It's forever away. Today's the 5th. It's almost two weeks. It's two weeks from yesterday, John. Okay, I am going to look like Steven Tyler. And if you're saying which Steven Tyler, I mean Aerosmith (laughs) Steven Tyler by June 18th. As bad as things are, and this was my suggestion early on, you've not yet reverted to the babushka. Mm-mm. Okay, so no, you know our friend Sherry Lynn moved to Babushka about a week she ago. Did, did you yeah, know she that? Did, yeah. She right. moved to Babushka. I'm not there yet, but I uh-huh. might end up there. Okay, mm-hmm. so the 18th. Uh, what day is that? That's Thursday. Thursday on so Friday the 19th. Holy smoke! And wait, it's at 8:30 in the morning. Oh my gosh! Uh huh. So I'm gonna roll out of bed and just go there, and she's gonna go. say, "What do you want me to do with your hair?" And I'm gonna say, "Anything, everything you possibly." Yeah. So have you made future plans? I mean, you know, because. I, I was no like, plans. you know, really, because my sister's in there. Have you, know, you made plans? What, for my hair? Well, no. Yeah, look at my hair. This is <laughs> no, no. this is the plan I've made for my head. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, for moving from yellow to green. No, uh, uh, no. I'm staying home is my plan. Okay. So, so the world is green, but you will still remain yellow. I'm very content. Okay. Um, I really That's am. fine. And why is that? Is that because you, why? I, I don't want to put any thought in your mouth <laughs> or, or mind. A couple things are in play here. So uh, my car has been in the shop, uh, dare I say, for three weeks, and so kind of well, limits they're not my in a mo- hurry, are they? Kind of mo- limits my mobility here. Right. So my wife leaves in the morning. She's got her car. Um, my bicycle is down in the basement, and uh, I could do that, but then I think, ah, I'm fine. I'm okay. okay. You know, we went out last night because the power was out. We went out last night and had a, a quick bite at uh, my favorite Chick Fil A mm. because if uh, you know what that spicy salad, that Chick Fil A spicy salad, have you had that? I've only had garden salad. Is that what is what is oh. Mike? What's the spicy salad? The spicy Southwest salad. Oh, oh no! Oh. Spicy Southwest with um, some sort of like uh, mango sauce. Oh man, was that good? Seriously, seriously, that's excellent. That sounds delicious. So that was my my big outing, and I'm kind of like, so my you know my wife just picks us up at the he end. He sounds of her like day. he's 95, Mike. His <laughs> like big the, outing no, is getting the Southwest salad at Chick Fil A. <laughs> And that's how I felt. He's not driving. I'm exactly. And that's it's a weird thing not to drive. So I'm kind of like a dog in the front seat of the car. My hands are like hanging over the side of the window. It's partially open. <laughs> My head's kind of sticking out a little bit. And man, the world looks great. This is going from bad to worse. No, it's really good. I'm happy. I'm happy to it. take me anywhere. I'm happy to be there right now at this point. All right. Anyway, we have a terrific show today. Hey, is it too early for me to tell both of you? Tell us what. Your weekend has begun. Oh, fabulous. At 11 minutes past the 4 o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon, at least in this corner of the world, all is right and well.
God bless you all. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're excited about it. We have a terrific show coming up in the five o'clock hour. Um, we're going to talk to a police officer, perhaps two. Uh, the Reverend Sheldon Williams will, will be with us shortly after the five o'clock news break, pastor of Fellowship 412. We've been talking, of course, as everyone has for the last week about race relations in America. We've opened up our phone lines to ask you as our listeners, and we've talked to a ton of our guests about your personal experience with racism. And we so appreciate hearing those um, honest true life, painful, difficult, shocking things. Um, And we want to open up the um, lines today to anyone who's in law enforcement, because we want people to be able to tell their stories um, as honestly as we possibly can bear to hear. So anyway, that's what the five o'clock hour is going to be like today. And the four o'clock hour, we have Dr. Richard Mao, our good friend coming up next. How can we genuinely listen to folks with whom we have deep disagreements? A worthy question. It's the Friday edition of The Ride Home. WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Ever have any problems? Oh, you do? Congratulations. Because, you see, a problem really is an opportunity in disguise. God wants you to see your problems as potentialities. Be sure to join us for more of Adrian Rogers' series, Turning Problems into Possibilities, this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. You've already been lied to. You've already paid a ton of money to someone who did lie to you. And it's hard to come to someone like me and say, Ariel, I trust that you're going to do what's right for me. This is Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group, the timeshare cancellation expert. We're not just here to cancel your timeshare completely. We're here to provide you with the best customer service of your life. I deal with clients from all walks of life. I actually have a client right now who is an attorney. I have doctors. They were still taken advantage of. And it's not just the mom and pop. It's everybody faces this. They've been lied to. They are nervous. They're scared. But we're going to get you out of this. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. My name is Ariel. I'm a resolution specialist at Wesley Financial Group. Call now for your free timeshare cancellation kit. 800-619-3377. 800-619-3377. 800-619-3377. Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. A partner you can trust in times of need. Featuring 24-hour emergency service. From plumbing, heating, cooling, and trenchless sewer repairs, Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling has been a trusted name for over 35 years when it comes to helping you solve household problems and concerns. Visit greaterpghplumbing.com or call 412-223-2560. Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at greaterpghplumbing.com. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. 
connecting you with new customers. Hello, this is Terry Hanna, host of Christians with Secret Addictions. I'm not a pastor, theologian, therapist, or counselor. I'm a Christian with 26 years of healing for multiple addictions. If you or a loved one are lost in the wilderness of an addiction, we're here for you every Sunday evening at 6.45 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Why not join us on this spiritual journey to the promised land of healing? Talk to you Sunday. always happy to have Dr. Richard Mao with us, one of our favorite guests and very good friends. Dr. Richard Mao is the professor of faith and public life at Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California, where he served as president for 20 years. Richard has written numerous books, including Adventures in Evangelical Civility, Uncommon Decency, Calvinism in the Las Vegas Airport, which I haven't read and which we should really talk to him about at some point, and his latest, which is Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. Richard, my friend, welcome back. Hey, good to hear your voice, Kathy. Yeah. Yeah, good to hear your voice, Richard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. So, Richard, it's been a weird week, has it not? Uh, we oh, live in these strange times, um, yeah. rightfully so. I'll, I'll, of course, people are upset as well they should be. But uh, we're once again delving into national disagreements about how we see each other. Yeah, yeah. And I think the the, the you know the idea of seeing is so important. There, I mean, the, uh, God wants us to see people the way God sees people, and one of our problems is that we don't. And but you know, it's been a wonderful week in certain ways, and and, and I don't want. Anyway, to discount the horror of some of the things that have happened. But, uh, you know, one of the worst sermons, I, I once wrote about this, that one of the worst sermons I ever heard was on the, Jesus and the rich young ruler, where the whole sermon was on the phrase, and he looked at him. And, and, and it was all about the importance of eye contact. You mm-hmm. know? But I was thinking about that this week, and we saw some wonderful eye contact uh, episodes where, a young African American protester would walk up straight up to a armed policeman and and just look in his eyes and say, "Would you take your knee?" You know, and and the the cop bent his knee. <laughs> and there's something wonderful about uh, seeing a kind of healing taking place. They're not not uniformly and not on a grand scale, but there have been some moments where. People are seeing each other in different ways, and I think that's a, an exciting development, a hopeful development. Yeah. Richard, you've written for a long time and passionately about the importance of being civil and hearing from one another, valuing each other's opinions. I mean, this must grieve you so much just to think that where we are in America and how many decades we have been basically having the same conversation with the same answer, and it's just not good enough. Yeah. No, it's not, and and you're right. We have we have had such a difficult time. Uh, we talk about seeing, but also listening to each other. Mm-hmm. And you know, the the big challenge I think is this, Cassie, that uh, if if you're really going to listen to another person with whom you seriously disagree, it's got to be out of a posture of wanting to learn. And that's one of the hardest things for us as Christians. You know, we want to convert people. We want to bring the gospel. We want to proclaim. 
But can we walk up to a person who has a very different lifestyle, uh, a very different worldview, and can we actually find Christian ways of wanting to learn from them? And I think there are Christian ways. Right. That's an excellent point, Richard. I mean, you know, the business that Kath and I are in, you know, uh, oftentimes, especially early on, you find yourself as the person is speaking, thinking about the next thing you're going to ask, right? Yeah. And so you're sort of yeah. missing what's in front of you. And I think that's true for a lot of people that we're so focused on my three talking points that when people are speaking to us, it goes right through us. And I'm just waiting to, you know, land that next uh, significant point. So as then a matter of fact, nothing is said and nothing is absorbed. So of course, nothing changes because of that. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. You know, I had one, I mean, this is probably a controversial topic for your audience, but uh, for 20 years I've been co-directing a Mormon evangelical dialogue where mm-hmm. uh, we really listen to each other. I mean, one of, we started this off when my Mormon counterpart, a leading theologian at Brigham Young University, said, you know, we Mormons haven't been in serious conversation with traditional Christians for 150 years. We're we're not even sure we use the right theological language to explain our views. Can we find a safe place where we can just try stuff out? I like that, you know, Mm -hmm. trying stuff out. And, uh, you know, we have done that, and there have been some wonderful friendships, and, and I think some interesting insights that have been shared. But I just got an email the other day from uh, a guy who said, you know, Dr. Mel, I'm a, I'm a Mormon, I'm a, I'm a bishop in my church, my local church. And he said, uh, I've read your stuff, and I know that you... He said, thank you for listening to us. He said, you know, I have wanted to say to my evangelical Christian friends so many times, I love Jesus. He died on the cross for me. And and you have heard us say that, and you haven't just argued back with us. Uh, and he said, I, I think you have freed many of us up to really talk about who Jesus is in our lives. You know, now again, that's you and I, the three of us, should probably have an hour conversation about that sometime. Right. But but just listening to people yeah. and saying, hey, hey, have I understood you right? Is this the way you would put it? You know, those are the the, the key questions. I think, Richard, I. I'm speechless with how much I love that, simply because it's so counter-cultural right now. If you go on social media, everybody knows everything. Everybody's willing to put out a lecture. Everybody's willing to say, this is what you should do, or this is how you should do it. There is so little listening, and I I just I admire you for that. And and I guess I want to ask about your process in doing that. I mean, if you decided to open up dialogue um, with with leaders in the Mormon church, I know you well enough to know that your theologies don't line up. No. So, um, so do you, do you just take that as an expectation going in and you say, okay, so we're not going to agree, but we're going to talk. Is, what, is that what it looks like? Um, yeah, but it goes a little deeper than that, Kathy. I mean, you know, I, I once heard a lecture, a speech by one of the counter cult speakers who just said all kinds of things about Mormonism. Uh, you know, it's a satanic cult, and they're deceptive. And and he said some things that just weren't, I know weren't true, because leaders of the Mormon church told me that they weren't true, you know. 
And so I went up to him and I, afterward, and, and I said, you know, I just want to share with you, I agree with a lot of what you said, but on this point and this point, I think you, you, you need to tone that down and maybe listen to them a little bit. And he said, we don't have time for all that nice stuff. We're in a battle for the truth, and we've got to win the battle. Mm. And I'm thinking, do you really want to risk telling falsehoods in order to win a battle for the truth? <laughs> you know? And 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 this is the underlying point uh, that, that we are not to bear false witness against our neighbors. And you know you can pick the person that you most disagree with, and there's really an excellent chance that if you say everything that you think they believe, you're going to get something wrong. And and that grieves the heart of God. You know, but bearing false witness is a bad thing in the scriptures. So then, Richard, in the midst of all this, all this tumult right now, whether it's uh, coronavirus talk or race relations talk or you name it, we're just one after another. How do you, of course, you want to listen and you want to be Christ-like, right? So that intentionality of I wake up and start my day and I need to listen and I want to embody Christ in this season, what does that even what does that look like to to cloak yourself in those thoughts and ideals as you engage with people throughout the day i i I think that certainly in moments of crisis like this, it just means being there alongside of him you know i I'll, I'll say this publicly and won't surprise anybody who knows about my views. I've been critical of Joel Osteen on occasion, you know yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, I disagree with uh, some of his approach. I turned on the news the other day, and there was Joel Osteen leading a march with African-Americans in Houston. And the reporter said to him, why are you here? And he said, I have to be here because I want racial justice for my brothers and my black brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. And I started to cry. (laughs) Good for him. You know, he's standing alongside of them. He's willing to march alongside of them. And that may have been one of the great witnesses that Joel Osteen has ever made, you know. Uh, what a wonderful thing. So just being there and uh, and being, standing alongside of people, walking. I mean, this is literal this past week, you know, walking alongside of people. Yeah. Hmm. Dr. Richard Mao with us, uh, Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California. Um, Richard, for people who, I guess, similar to the to the person who you kind of quoted before saying, you know, we don't have time for that nice stuff. We're in a battle for the truth. I think that's how things are often adjudicated in the world, but we can't be that way because we're the church. Um, as much as I rejoice and mourn over a lot of things I'm seeing in culture, uh, more and more, you know, Richard, I went to bed last night thinking, okay, you know, whatever way we're going, we have to be following Jesus as the church. What do you say? Oh, absolutely. And and I think, you know, and this is why I still, Jesse and John, I still, I'm, I'm an evangelical, because I think knowing Jesus personally is one of the most important thing in the universe, you know. And he is a savior. He did die on the cross for us. But, but if you really want to get to know Jesus, you've got to know what, the, what he cares about. <laughs> and and, you know, I am convinced that Jesus cares deeply about African-American people who have 
been beat up by cops. I mean, our friend John Perkins, who was a wonderful, or is a wonderful, Bible-believing black preacher who, got, through mistaken identity, got beat up, you know, 40 years ago in Mississippi by cops. And, uh, and yet he showed the love of Jesus, and he's helped many of us to understand the love of Jesus uh, much more deeply. And that's so important. And, uh, you know, the question really is, does Jesus care about little Mexican-American kids on borders who haven't seen their mothers in three months? Uh, does Jesus grieve? <laughs> does his heart go out to them? If so, what are we going to do about that? You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's good. I mean, it's yeah, it's one thing to be that? present. It's one thing to listen, but it's another thing totally to take action. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And you know, I I'm just convinced that, and even people that I strongly disagree with. I mean, I'm conservative on the sexuality issues, but I know I know a young woman who who is so angry with evangelical Christianity. She's a lesbian. And and when she was 12 years old, she did something, just approached another girl who told her parents, who told the pastor. And the pastor denounced this 12-year-old girl publicly. And, and this 12-year-old girl's parents took the pastor's side. And, and she has looked at me with tears flowing down, and she said, I... I hate people like you. And I want to say to her, I don't blame you. You know, whatever I want to say about your lifestyle today, you should never have been treated like that. And, and you know, we've, we've got to hear the stories. Hey, I'm preaching. Sorry. No, that's no, good. No. no, no, no. You were Preacher Richard. You were A plus, ten out of ten. That's Dr. Richard Mao, Professor of Faith and Public Life at Fuller Theological Seminary, Pasadena, California. His latest book is called Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. Thank you, Richard. Always a great pleasure. Hey, great to talk to you. Yeah. Blessings to both of you. Thank and you as and, well. And and have hope. Be strong. Thanks. Bye bye. <laughs> friends, it's me, Marcia, from the Spring House. We are hoping you are all healthy and safe. Our family wanted to let you know that because our cows are requiring twice-a-day milking, the Spring House is still open for you to stop by for your farm fresh from our herd milk and hot out-of-the-oven breads and buns and meats and cheeses and cookies and anything that will make life happy and comfy and easier during these uncertain times. Our buffet is still full of family recipe lunches and suppers every day to take home to eat at your own family table. And our catering team even created a special take-and-bake meal, which you can check out online. We even ordered in extra toilet paper in case any of you are in a pinch. We've been so blessed this last week by customers thanking us for staying open and, best of all, telling us that they're praying for us. We just wanted to let you know that we are praying for all of you, too. Here's a big hug from all of us at the Springhouse to you. We love you. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters, and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. 
with over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for a free repair or replacement. Visit windowsoruspittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of the highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry from a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company, windowsrspittsburgh.com. That's windowsrspittsburgh.com. This is John Samick, owner of Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. All of our cleaning and disinfection services use hospital-grade, EPA-registered products. Contact us to provide peace of mind for your employees. The man, the yellow man. This is John Samick, owner of Service Master Greater Pittsburgh. Our specialty cleaning services can provide the peace of mind your customers and employers need as your business reopens. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master Greater Pittsburgh and schedule a consultation today. With thousands of locally owned Napa stores across the nation, chances are that wherever you call home, they do too. So whether you stop by your local Napa Auto Parts store, a Napa Auto Care Center, or visit Napa online, you can count on Napa know-how. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. We'll have a shower or thunderstorm in spots this evening. Otherwise, tonight will be partly cloudy and warm. We'll see a low tonight of 67. Partial sunshine expected to kick off the weekend tomorrow. We'll have a shower or thunderstorm in the morning. It'll turn less humid in the afternoon. Tomorrow's high 81. Mostly sunny skies to wrap up the weekend Sunday. It'll be pleasant with a high of 75. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. It's time now for our weekly Friday feature called This or That. Both Kath and I earlier today have sat down and compiled a list of 10 things. 10 things. And we present them to each other without comment. And we have to choose either this or that. Doesn't mean anything. It's just kind of a fun little frolic for a Friday afternoon. Mm -hmm. This or that. Kath, uh, would you like to go or should I go? Uh, I believe we usually go the other way. I think you should start this time. Okay. All right. Here are my uh, selections this week for this or that. Oh, I'm excited. Kath? Yes. The Mon, the Allegheny. Uh, I choose the Allegheny. (laughs) (laughs) Table of contents, footnotes. (laughs) Uh, I like to know where I'm going. I'd say table of contents. All right. The Rolling Stones, the Beatles. Oh, the Stones. Easy. Okay. Mount St. Helens, Mountain Dew. Wow. Oh, Mount St. Gosh, I hate Mountain Dew. That's nasty. All right. Mount St. Helens, of course. I love Mount St. Helens. I think it's fascinating. I think she's beautiful in her stunted way. (laughs) Neil Diamond, Gordon Lightfoot. (laughs) Oh, that's a horrible choice. This or that. There's no third option? This or that. Oh, John. Good night. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. I have to go Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond, Longfellow oh. Serenade. Thank you. Gosh. Right. It's a right. horror. Longfellow Serenade. I hate that song. This or that. Yeah. 
Adam, Eve. <laughs> well, <laughs> this or that. All right. Um, I say Adam because he named the animals. All right. A good night's sleep. A good meal. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. Good meal. Okay. Very nice. There's a long pause there. You considered it deeply. Yeah. Biscotti chocolate chip cookie. Oh, that is a very, very, it's a tight. <laughs> See, it's not like the Gordon Lightfoot Neil Diamond thing where there was a race to the bottom. Yeah. This is a race at the top. Yes, it is. Um, I, I think I'm going biscotti. All righty. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. Uh, yeah. She sells seashells <laughs> by the seashore. Uh, because it's the beach, I say she sells seashells by down the by the seashore. There you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. UPMC. Yes. Hi, Mark. <laughs> That's mean. That's mean. Because you know I have no health insurance. <laughs> this or that. <laughs> Okay, I'm Mark for crying out loud. Very nice. The final one? Yeah. Expired snacks, roadkill. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think you have to go with expired snacks. Okay, there you go. Put things in perspective. I like it. Very nice. All right, John, I'm happy to do this or that for you. Thank you. I have these questions I'd like to uh, pursue. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? You're going to notice a theme. All right. Gladys Knight or Patti LaBelle? Mm, Uh, Gladys Knight. Okay. Uh, Stevie Wonder or Martin Gay? No, Marvin Gay. Martin Gay. Marvin Gay. I couldn't read my hand. I used to work with a guy named Martin Gay. Did you? How was he? Could he sing? No, not at all. Uh, Was there any healing at all? No, not uh, sexual or otherwise. Thank goodness. (laughs) Uh, That would be Stevie Wonder, please. All right. Uh, Whitney Houston or Beyonce? Whitney Houston. Okay. Sammy Davis or Louis Armstrong? Oh, Louis Armstrong. Wow, that was easy. Okay. Billy Holiday or Ella Fitzgerald? Ella. All right. Ray Charles or James Brown? Oh. Uh-huh. It's getting hard. Oh, uh, Ray Charles or James Brown? Uh-huh. Jeez, Louise. Uh, yi, 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 yi. How about Ray Brown? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to go. I, gotta, I guess I, I have to go with Ray Charles. Wow. Okay. That was hard. Uh, Mariah Carey or Tina Turner? Oh, Tina Turner. Well, that was easy. All right. Otis Redding mm. or Nat King Cole? Mm. Uh, I'm going with Nat King Cole. Okay. That was easier than it should have been. Yeah. Uh, Chaka Khan or Aretha? Aretha. Luther Vandross or Lionel Richie? Oh, Luther. Luther, wow. Tracy Chapman or Diana Ross? Oh, Diana Ross. Okay. Uh, Barry White or Isaac Hayes? Oh, I love them both. I know. Uh, I got to go. I'm going Barry White. You're going Barry White. Okay. And the last one for today is, John, Hmm. Solomon Burke or Little Richard? Oh, that is unfair. I know. Uh, uh, Little Richard. All right. Fabulous. Okay. That is this week's edition of This or That. Just a little fun romp, right? You choose one or the other. Doesn't really mean a heck of a lot of anything. But um, hey, stick around. Uh, we've got a lot more ahead here during the uh, our next guest. We're going to talk about the COVID. Uh, COVID, is anybody talking about the pandemic? 
Dr. Richard Zimmerman, Richard Zimmerman will join us in just a few minutes. Stick around for that. WORD. Hi, I'm Kevin McCullough. This week in the Christian Outlook, sponsored by the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF Alliance Defending Freedom, Donald Trump looks to stop the mayhem. The president has the full authority to protect the nation and call up federal troops to do that. Be sure to join us and visit our website at thechristianoutlook.com. The Christian Outlook, Sunday night at 10 on 101.5 WORD. Hey. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com. Code three three eight eight. Enjoy. I find that patients just want to be heard. Stock Family Dentistry, where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. That takes time to sit down and listen to what the patient has to say. Listen to their past experiences, because that's all important in how I then present treatment to them, formulate a treatment plan for them, and how we move forward with their treatment at our office. My mommy is a really good dentist, and she'll take good care of you. Harry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Hello, this is Terry Hanna, host of Christians with Secret Addictions. I'm not a pastor, theologian, therapist, or counselor. I'm a Christian with 26 years of healing for multiple addictions. If you or a loved one are lost in the wilderness of an addiction, we're here for you every Sunday evening at 6.45 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Why not join us on this spiritual journey to the promised land of healing? Talk to you Sunday. One of our most popular guests as of late, because all of us want to know the real story when it comes to COVID-19, especially those of us who live in the Western Pennsylvania area. We love to hear a local voice, and there's no better one than Dr. Rick Zimmerman. Rick has been... um, a presenter and uh, an author of over 200 publications on vaccines and vaccine preventable diseases and has led multiple federally funded research projects also on vaccines. He's practiced part-time in the inner city of Pittsburgh for over 25 years and is beloved by his patients at East Liberty Family Health Care Center. Dr. Rick, welcome back. Hey, good to be with you. 
Always a pleasure, Rick. Thanks so much. So, Rick, this morning around 9 o'clock, a friend of mine who has uh, doubled in as my uh, contractor slash uh, handyman showed up at my house, got out of his truck, shook my hand, and we stood and had a conversation. As I was doing that, I was thinking, am I now dead? <laughs> I sure hope not. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, you know, that crazy I, I sure neuroses right, is now in my head, and I think it's in a lot of people's heads as we go out in this new green phase. Well, it's, it's nice that we're in green, and the county statistics show that it's, you know, we've percent positivity. With, we were up at 10 or more. We're now down in the less than five in the last uh, few days. So we're headed in the right direction. We've got, uh, you know, beautiful weather, and there is a little data that's saying that UV light does help uh, inactivate the virus, and so I think we're seeing uh, progress. I think we dodged a bullet, as we discussed last time. Yeah. Rick, talk to us about antibody testing. What do we know, and is it available? Uh, it is available. It's uh, okay. available at Quest. UPMC is, I don't know if they've quite rolled it out, but they are close to having their own in-house test. Um, I think LabCorp has a test. There's a number of tests available. Um, it's also a little bit of the Wild West because um, there's lots of these tests, but what do they mean? And the truthful answer is we aren't sure. Yeah. It means that you've had a reaction at some point in your life to a coronavirus, but is it to the coronavirus that's causing COVID or was it to one of the other coronaviruses? Don't know for sure. And if, and particularly some of the tests that um, are from other countries, I'm much more suspicious that they may be picking up coronaviruses that are just common cold kind of coronaviruses, not COVID. And mm -hmm. then you have the question, does that mean I'm protected? And right. That we don't know. So I wish we did. Um, but what we're finding out, um, as I talk to CDC experts and to people who are doing immunology in the area, um, you know, at UPMC and Pitt, is this is not following the pattern of many traditional infections. And mm -hmm. so we are going to have to be careful in understanding what it means. I have used the test um, on some patients, have had negatives, and I've had positives. And we suspect that the positives, because it's, these are from the Quest test, mean that they were infected in the past. Okay. So then, Rick, as we go out uh, and as people have been tested, I, I've heard this several times. Well, you know, a f good friend of mine passed away, and apparently it wasn't from COVID-19, but then as he was tested, you know, post-mortem, it turns out he, he was, you know, uh, positive. And so is the government now reporting that? And are these numbers that we've been told, you know, 100,000 plus ac across the country of deaths, are those legitimate numbers? I think they're probably an underestimate. Um, how much of an underestimate is what we're going to have to really try to piece together. Every year, CDC puts out, and you can go to CDC's website, the pneumonia and influenza curve. And that reflects a variety of causes of pneumonia that, um, and influenza, of course, which is one particular virus, but that cause death. And every year, there's a peak in the winter. This year, it was a huge peak. Now, that started off as flu, but then it became COVID, and it got caught by the system of looking for deaths due to pneumonia. And I think 
we're going to find more deaths than we realize. Hmm. Okay. Dr. Rick Zimmerman with us, East Liberty Family Health Care Center, giving us the latest on COVID-19 in the Western Pennsylvania area. Uh, Rick, what about looking ahead? I mean, I, I hate to even look ahead because I'm so glad that we're in the green right now and that people are getting out. People are enjoying being outside. You know, my kids are really like feel they, they, they seem like kids again, you know, for a while, maybe six, eight weeks ago, they were carrying it's what seemed like heavy burdens, not knowing anything about their future. Uh, do you feel good about the fall or is that just too far for us to look into? I think we're going to have a challenging fall. Okay. Um, so I, what's I think going to happen is we start gathering together. Um, and humans, uh, we have less UV, we have more crowding. I think we will see this virus return. That happened in 2009 with the new flu bug, the pandemic uh, swine flu that came then. Um, there was a unfortunate bad surge in the fall as both the weather changed and as our contact structure changed. So I think it's going to get worse, and I don't think for the fall we'll have a vaccine to uh, mitigate it. You also asked about vaccines. There's about five candidates that, uh, as you've been uh, keeping up with the news, that um, are moving forward. In particular, there's two that are even among that five ahead. And so the question is, how fast can these vaccines be done? Um, I was amazed that Tony Fauci said that we might have some doses by the end of the year. Yeah. Normally, two years is fast for a vaccine. And to think of us doing something in nine months is just like an unheard of. Um, we'll see. I'm, uh, I, I'm glad it's a high, high priority and that there's a lot of infrastructure and money going to it. But I have to admit, we've never done it before. Right. Mm-hmm. We're talking COVID-19 with Dr. Richard Zimmerman. So, Rick, uh, of course, you're not an administrator at a university or any sort of school. But as people are looking at the fall, of course, especially, you know, you're a university student. You want to go back and be in person. Um, Any idea how, you know, the CDC would regulate something like that or what the recommendations would be? Well, they have a whole website on that. And I think, you know, in my own view of things that, you know, and then share some and probably differ some from from CDC, is the, the schools have to decide how much risk they're willing to take. If the answer is we're not willing to take a risk, particularly, for instance, if it was a school that was doing special needs children, then you probably have to be virtual because there's no other way to have no risk. If you don't care about the risk, then you can do um, maybe some engineering controls and make a big difference there, but allow some disease to occur. And then it's just the more precautions you put in place, like having only half the kids come to school at a time, the less disease you'll have. But as you put people in close contact, there will be transmission. Fortunately, most of the time, children don't have the severe outcomes, but there is that Kawasaki-like rare complication that does occur and, you know, tragic results. See, And so with that, and now, of course, uh, as we talked about earlier, we're in the, uh, the new green phase. You're a believer. We've, wor- we've worshipped with you, Rick. So what does that look like for churches now? Um, you know, I know the churches already are, uh, you know, having worship services. I guess it's up to the individual if they feel comfortable or not. 
Yeah, and I think I don't think there's an easy answer, um, and I want to be careful to be respectful. Sure. You know, as an infectious disease epidemiologist, it, it, it isn't um, simple green and yellow. It's the question: Okay, how close are the people? What's the airflow? And the airflow is key. Um, what's the filtration like? If there's no airflow and there's no filtration and people are packed close together, that's a high-risk situation. You're going to have disease transmitted if somebody's got it. On the other hand, if you have great airflow, great filters, and you spread people out, you can do a fair amount of activities at much lower risk. I'm not saying zero, but a huge risk. There are HEPA filters that can be put in units. Um, they make a difference. There's the change from being energy efficient and closing dampers to recycle the air and save the most energy to opening those dampers, getting fresh air into your air conditioning systems. And those changes make a difference, but you've got to make them. Yeah. Dr. Rick Zimmerman with us, East Liberty Family Health Care Center, talking about COVID-19 in the Western Pennsylvania area. Um, Rick, what are your concerns going forward? Um, we don't know enough. We don't have enough education or information to really know um, what we should be looking for. How do you feel? Um, I think I concerned that it's been so hard that people want to break free. And instead of breaking free cautiously, some people are going to break free and participate in a transmission chain. So I'm concerned that uh, people will not wear masks, maybe when they should be, particularly in inside places. Um, I'm also concerned that people on the other side are wiping down milk containers and while we didn't, when we didn't know things, that maybe made some sense. But at this point, I think we know this is primarily a respiratory transmission. Um, yes, you could tr do something with shaking hands or very close, but I don't think we need to wipe down our milk cartons. And I think some people are on that, still in the overprotected, and others are uh, being too careless. And so I think we need to look for the balance. Hey, Rick, our time is just about up, but I, I, I haven't run this past John or anything because, of course, we're not in the same studio. But would you be able to stay over during the, uh, during the commercial break? I have a couple more questions for you. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, fine. terrific. Well, let's step away for just a few minutes. And uh, as we uh, rejoin, Dr. Zimmerman will stay with us. It's the Ride Home with John and Kathy, the Friday edition here on Word FM. Of course, we are streaming live on Facebook right now on 101.5. So stay with us. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. 
When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. In these weird and unusual times, it's hard to imagine what uh, fall will look like at colleges across the country. Well, we know that Grove City College will open as scheduled on August 24th. August 24th. Of course, things can happen between now and then, but both Kath and I have students. We have kids who go to Grove City College. We're looking forward to Grove City College reopening on August 24th. Listen, I can't wait, John. I'm really thrilled about this. They're going to use best practices, as you can imagine, testing, contact tracing, monitoring, social distance, separation, enhanced cleaning, all those things that you might expect. But it is important for Grove City College to be a a conscientious member of the community. We all know that. And part of being a conscientious community is being safe and also welcoming students back. So, hey, I can't wait. August 24th coming up. That's right. Students and families should know that Grove City College is determined to be prepared to the best of its ability to deliver the learning and living experience. Look online at gcc.edu. Seasons of change and uncertainty can be difficult, even scary, but they don't have to control or define you. The counselors of the Grace Wellness Center would consider it a privilege to come alongside and help you replace the fear and frustration with freedom and peace. While office visits are still available throughout the area, Grace Wellness Center also offers online and phone appointments to make counseling convenient and available on your terms, accepting all major insurances at thegracewellnesscenter.com. Dr. Richard Zimmerman is with us. Throughout the uh, pandemic, he's been a, a voice of reason as we uh, navigate uh, the, the weirdness of this all. So let's continue on with, the, with our questions. Yeah, Rick, we only have two minutes left, but I wanted to ask you about masks. I was surprised last week to read that the World Health Organization was saying that people don't need to wear masks unless they're caring with someone, uh, caring for someone with COVID-19. And then the CDC came out and said, whoa, 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 we don't we don't agree with that at all. So tell us why there's this dispute about, about masks. Um, There's a dispute because the evidence is mixed, in part because there's different kinds of masks. Um, Certainly when you have an N95 mask that blocks 95% of the particles, you have great protection um, for the wearer, um, which is important for me as a medical personnel who's in the face of people with COVID, um, as well as for protecting my patients because the 95 mask they're not going to be exposed to any germs that I would carry. Um, But as you get it to other masks, the quality um, gets very different. Um, And in most of those cases, there's more protection for the other person than there is protection for the wearer. Um, Surgical masks do offer some protection to the wearer both ways, but as you get to the homemade cloth masks, they can be really beneficial for protecting other people, from things that you have but aren't as protective for yourself because the filter is just the piece of cloth. Um, Some people will make their homemade masks with a much denser uh, material, and that actually provides more protection. And obviously, if you're outside, I went jogging this morning. I didn't wear a mask outside jogging. But in that situation, you know, you've got the air um, 
flowing past is and the breezes, and that's not a risk. But I'll say anytime I go into a store, I'm wearing a mask right now. Okay, and you believe everybody should as well? I think that's the thing to, you know, you think about what's good for your neighbor. It's good for your neighbor if you wear a mask inside. Good. Great. Good. Dr. Zimmerman, always thank you so much for your kindness and uh, for your insight into where we are right now with pandemic. You're welcome. Well, uh, we'll take a break during the uh, top of the five o'clock hour here with checking with some news and uh, see what's going on in and around the uh, nation's capital, around the world. Uh, Our five o'clock hour, you don't want to miss a former police officer and now a pastor at a church on the north side. We'll talk uh, with Sheldon Williams in a few minutes here on the ride home. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh on your smart speaker by saying play the word Pittsburgh and on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at Radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Minneapolis has agreed to ban chokeholds by police and to require officers to try to stop any other officers they see using improper force. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio says the latest night of protest over the death of George Floyd were largely peaceful. De Blasio says the 8 p.m. curfew, though, will continue through Sunday as planned. U.S. forces carrying out two sets of airstrikes against the Taliban in western and southern Afghanistan. The strikes were the first following a brief ceasefire declared by the insurgents for a major Muslim holiday last month. Stocks closing out the week with a bang after a closely watched report on the jobs market surprised investors, employers adding 2.5 million jobs in May. The Dow gained 829 points today. The Nasdaq ahead 198. The S&P tacked on 81. This is SRN News. As mothers and caregivers, we tend to put others before ourselves. Former Texas Governor Ann Richards once said, if you think taking care of yourself is selfish, change your mind. In planning for your retirement, it's important to pay yourself first. Women have unique needs as investors. They generally live longer than men and have less saved. Kurt Kenotic and the team at Accurate Solutions Group have developed a complimentary guide to help women achieve financial independence called 10 Tips to Help Empower Women Investors. This guide addresses the reasons every woman should have a financial plan of her own. For your copy of this guide from Accurate Solutions Group, call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. That's 412-515-3555. Don't put others' retirement plans before your own. Take the first step toward your financial independence today. Call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! 
Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, a partner you can trust in times of need, featuring 24-hour emergency service. From plumbing, heating, cooling, and trenchless sewer repairs, Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling has been a trusted name for over 35 years when it comes to helping you solve household problems and concerns. Visit greaterpghplumbing.com or call 412-223-2560. Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at greaterpghplumbing.com. Are you the type of person that values hand-built quality? Do you shop with local businesses because you know your purchase supports your neighbors? Or maybe you research before making a purchase because you know better than to trust the marketing hype. If any of this sounds familiar, you just might be an Original Mattress Factory customer. At OMF, we value our amazing customers and work hard to exceed their expectations every day. Visit an OMF store near you or OriginalMattress.com to learn more. of a shower or thunderstorm in spots this evening. Otherwise, tonight will be partly cloudy and warm. We'll see a low tonight of 67. Partial sunshine expected to kick off the weekend tomorrow. We'll have a shower or thunderstorm in the morning. It'll turn less humid in the afternoon. Tomorrow's high 81. Mostly sunny skies to wrap up the weekend Sunday. It'll be pleasant with a high of 75. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Friday edition of The Ride Home. What a week it's been. We'll do our week in review as the hour moves forward. But, uh, Kath, good to see you. And uh, how's your hair? Uh, it's very long. Thank you. Very good. Oh, hair uh, I'm very concerned about um, my upcoming... Uh, appointment i just heard today from my friend amy who cuts my hair that she's going to be cutting it on june 18th which is a very long way away and based on where i am as far as daily preparation yeah things are just get i just i don't know really what to do with it anymore it's like i have someone else's hair Mm, mm -hmm. you know you you wouldn't know what to do with someone else's hair you're used to doing your own hair all of a sudden i i wake up and i think what what is happening with my hair well do you ever just like want to put it like in a big you know bun or something like that yeah i thought about a bun yeah yeah try a bun you think i should try a bun i'd be pro bun okay pro bun yeah i think before you go you know whenever that haircut is coming your way june 18th 8 30 a.m okay whatever you do before you do that i think you you owe yourself a like a photo montage of a variety of styles that you know you could do oh that's i think that would be good would that be good now listen i have to say that you know nobody really cares about this business we're talking about my hair and i don't know why we're on this (laughs) is that when i'm not when i'm not doing the show here Mm. you know my hair is always up on my head i can't stand to have my hair down okay so So this is the only time it's down so yeah, so if if you show up at the house, you know whoever you are, up. and and you know you're going to be like, why why do you look so different? And I no, say, I've well, seen that look because I've, <laughs> I've seen <laughs> just popping in for a second to say, hey, I go, whoa, what's going on with Cassie? Yeah, I've there? seen that look, right? Yeah, I have been, yeah, yeah, okay. So it's not all you know, you know, beautiful living all the time, right? Exactly, Be- yeah, yeah, town and garden. And I know it's not a surprise for any of you who are watching. No. Hey, and in case you're not watching, what I encourage you to say hi online. We're on Facebook, streaming live 101.5 Word FM or the ride home with Johnny Kathy. Yeah, I'll tell you who's really, uh, really thrived during the pandemic. Oh, who? Bald men. Oh. <laughs> 
Because they don't care. Yeah. Listen, my husband, who is bald, is so satisfied. Of course he, he really is. is. He's just peaceful. Right, right. He's calm, totally unconcerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. Exactly. So there exactly. it is, right? I mean. So. In the land of no haircuts, the bald man is happy. Bingo, my friend. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There we go. Hey, um, I was reading this, uh, this piece about uh, self-destructiveness. You ever think about, like in your own life, do you ever think about, you know, your self-destructive tendencies? Yes. Oh, do you though? Well, that's what happens when you go to therapy. All of a sudden you recognize that you have so many of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm reading this book. Uh, it's called Self-Destructive Acts. Okay. Um, and and the, the thrust is essentially, why do we have to keep getting things wrong? If we really learn from our mistakes, shouldn't we make fewer all the time? I mean, we weren't just occasionally irrational. Something in us wanted to be irrational. Mm-hmm. Something wanted perhaps to be wrong. Where are you reading from, John? I am reading a, a book review from, um, um, sorry, it uh, is the National Review, nationalreview.com. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not necessarily in the, um, you know, the book review business, but it was something that struck the reviewer about the irrationality of being, you know, the, our own worst enemy because right. we always screw ourselves up. Why do we have to keep getting things wrong? Yeah. I, I would, do you think the healthiest among us are those who avoid those, those pitfalls? Of course. Right. Well, probably. And I think that, you know, as I, I joked about it before, but I mean it seriously, I think therapy can really help. Um, in, you know, dealing with our anxieties and depressions and whatever our other mental illnesses are. Or um, self-knowledge. Really, yeah, I think it's, I think it's v- very valuable uh, to invest your time in therapy. On the other hand, John, this, the answer for that is actually really simple. And it's an ancient story, which is that men and women are flawed. They're yes. flawed from birth. And it's called original sin. Bingo. I'm glad you brought that up because the reviewer brought up the same thing. We call it a lot of different things right now. We had a lot of layers of social babble or psycho babble to it, but that's the nature of it, right? Mm-hmm. The Bible yeah. would call it original sin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't think the Bible calls it original sin because I don't think that that's a term that's actually used in the Bible, no, but it's, it's certainly a doctrine of the church. Yes. Um, and the, the idea of original sin is all over the, it's the story of the Bible, right? Um, it's one of the stories. The greater story, um, yeah. though, and I think that that's what's so important for us to recognize in times like this, is that our only way out, our only way out, is through the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus. There is no future in self-betterment. There is no eternal goodness. There's no relief from our own darkness without Jesus. There isn't any. So as much as we advocate for societal change, and we should, and as much as we stand up for the oppressed as we should, because that's where God's heart is, we have to remember that if we're not following God, if we are not following Jesus who laid out the prescription for life for us, if our faith is not in him as Savior, then everything we do is going to be tainted with sin and it's going to be temporary at best. Yep. I agree hundred percent. When we were teenagers, my dad, we hit a family garage and my brother and I discovered uh, the joys of spray paint. And one time my brother left a, a, a spray paint message for me inside of my father's garage. And he just, he just spray painted John, you idiot. And so I thought, well, I'm going to get back at him. And I wrote Jeff, you idiot. 
And then my father came out and said, come here, you couple of idiots. Do you see what you're doing here? <laughs> you guys are idiots. So stop it and grow up. Would you please? Mm-hmm. I kind of think that's where I am. I mean, where society is. We're all just a bunch of idiots running yeah. around looking for some sort of panacea when the panacea. There's no, right. There's no panacea because right. there's, there is no solution for how bad we are outside of Jesus. There isn't. I mean, you can read your self-help books. You can go to all your therapy sessions and all those things are good. And I think, you know, they can all help, but there is no solution for your own darkness without Jesus. My own darkness. Yeah. Thanks for that. Just isn't. What time is it? It's time for me to tell both of you. Tell me what. And everyone listening and everyone watching on Facebook Live right now, your weekend has begun. Fabulous. It's 11 minutes past the five o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. Where's the crowd cheering? Truly. Mike, I mean, uh, what the heck? Yeah, all is right. Mike, is, isn't there somebody clapping in the background, Mike? You got nothing. Oh, I, can, okay. I couldn't hear it. All right. Usually I would get Will Ferrell in there or something. Something. Oh, you did? Okay. Thank you. Oh, goodness. you did? See. <laughs> there we go. It's so analog. It's so low rent. It's so it really low is. rent. What the heck is going on here? Where this is a professional program on 50,000 watts, Holy I think. Smokes. Okay. Uh, Reverend Sheldon Williams will join us in a few minutes. What a, a very unique story, a life that he's lived. He'll be with us in a few minutes. Stick around. I got a bio. I'm an extensive. Oh, good. 101.5 WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New New music. New music from Francesca Battistelli. This could change everything. This could change everything. Over and over by Riley Clemens. Danny Gokey, Love God, Love People. Because it all comes down to this, love God and love people. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you by Trinity Jewelers and Dennis Spira and Associates. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, a partner you can trust in times of need. Featuring 24-hour emergency service. From plumbing, heating, cooling, and trenchless sewer repairs, Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling has been a trusted name for over 35 years when it comes to helping you solve household problems and concerns. Visit greaterpghplumbing.com or call 412-223-2560. Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at greaterpghplumbing.com. Chris Katolka here from the Friends of Israel Today radio program. And earlier this year, President Trump laid out a new Israeli-Palestinian peace plan that was different from any other Middle East peace plan offered before, leaving many people to wonder, whose land is it anyway? The Jewish people want it. The Arabs want it. Well, the booklet, Whose Land Is It Anyway? from the Friends of Israel will leave you with a clear, concise answer to who owns that land. You can get your copy today by giving a gift of any amount by going to foiradio.org. That's foiradio.org. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. All right. Okay. So everyone's going green. And I guess if the spring house is going green, that would mean the time for spring salads. Hey, Marsh. Hi, guys. How are you? 
Good, real good. Terrific. Marsha, what does it mean going from yellow to green for you guys? Oh, it's so exciting. And we are open, open, and people can eat here, and everybody's just acting really free. (laughs) So we're doing Mm -hmm. some fun stuff in the store, too. So going green means that we need to have some green stuff, right? So we're doing a dollar off uh, per pound off every salad, green salad, in our salad case. So like nice. sweet and sour broccoli and coleslaw and marinated veggies and tossed salad. And then we have green key lime pie and green key lime cupcakes with really yummy key lime icing. And we have green cookies that say go green. And we just have all kinds of fun stuff going on for the going green season. Outstanding. So the spring house is fully back. Hallelujah, Marsha. Yes, yes. Go online, everybody, and check out our menu. I tried to make it a really great menu this weekend to kind of welcome everybody back. And um, we hope to see lots of folks this weekend for the specials. And, um, oh, let me tell you a little secret. We're going to preview something fun we're doing at the Springhouse. We're having cinnamon bun milk this weekend. Just as a secret little preview because we're going to start making flavored milk. Just by saying that out loud, it's 300 calories. Seriously. Oh, my gosh, that's fabulous. Oh, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. No, really, really. Great food, <laughs> terrific people. It's the Spring House. Get on out and put your social distancing down for a little bit. Check out the Spring House. The full menu is out there. We're happy to welcome to the airwaves, Reverend Sheldon Williams. Sheldon is a very eclectic uh, resume. This is a man who has been around the block or two. Sheldon has experience in both military and public service. He served as a total of 18 years in the military, first as a combat medic, a combat medic in the Army, then transferring to the Air Force National Guard, where he served as an emergency management specialist. Additionally, Sheldon Williams has served as a public servant for 21 years, although his primary discipline was in law enforcement. He has distinguished himself as one of the few individuals who has certification in all areas of public safety to include fire, hazmat, and EMS. As a police officer, Sheldon became a subject matter expert in tactics and explosives, was a key team leader in Pittsburgh's SWAT team and the bomb squad. Sheldon retired in 2011 to pursue his call to ministry by serving as one of the administrative pastors at Allegheny Center Alliance Church and is now the Homestead Campus Pastor. Reverend Williams, welcome to the show. It is certainly a pleasure to be with you and Kathy today. Thanks for the invitation. Mm -hmm. A great pleasure. Sheldon, uh, just in an effort to, I don't know, learn, listen, try to be as open as we possibly can to what's going on in our country, each day this week, uh, Sheldon, we've opened up our phones and we've just asked the general populace, what's your experience with racism? And we've heard a ton of stories. A lot of them were eye-opening. They were angering. They were incredibly sad. They were, you know, they run the gambit, as you might expect. So maybe we start out um, with you answering the same question. What's your experience with racism? Well, first of all, I have to say thank you and John for um, taking the time to do that. Um, It is important, especially especially in these matters, as it relates to um, uh, issues that people have experienced based on the color of their skin and you know, there are some who are a little ambivalent, um, don't feel like it's as big an issue as some people make it out to be, while other people are experiencing the burden of those situations um, 
in, in such significant ways. So the fact that you're having conversations and letting people express, I think, is very important. I like to say in these matters, you have to have big ears and small mouths sometimes when you want to just be able yeah. to try to help understand. Um, and I'm also seeing reactions from people um, because of the George Floyd incident. And, and people are really trying to wrestle what is it that I feel? What am I seeing? And the like. But you ask my experience. Yeah. Um, I am 51 years old. June 3rd, I turned 51. Delighted to be here 51 years. And I am 51 years being an African-American. And, <laughs> you know, can't change that. Don't choose to. Um, and, and experiencing some of those um, burdens, I've had my own incidents as well. Um, and, and, and that's both as a young man and even some of those incidents, even as a law enforcement officer, um, being fully, uh, duly authorized and, and, and allowed to do um, uh, my responsibilities. As a law enforcement officer, I've had some of those challenges. And so it's, it's happened both. I've been stopped improperly. Um, I've been deemed suspicious on the law enforcement side. But also, I've been subject to some people's biases and, and the like, just on the, the whole personal aspect of it as well, just going into stores and being followed or, or being classified as suspicious and stuff like that. So it has happened. Um, I don't know of many people who can say they've never had it, that look like me, have never had an, an experience. And, and, you know, I really try to, to make sure that I, I'm looking at something that's qualified and not just lump every experience. Um, some people are just rude. Um, and some people just act, you know, rudely or whatever, or is it yeah. really something underneath? So I have the experiences, Kathy, as your question. Um, does not deter me from um, my passionate pursuit to have these opportunities like you invite me today as to how we can minimize those and have learning sessions so people can make better choices in the future if they so choose. Yes. So, Sheldon, uh, as a unique pro- uh, possibility here, uh, as you as a police officer, the time you served in the military, of course, uh, as a pastor and as a black man, I mean, that is really sort of the, the, the center point of what you know, Kath and I are interested in, in here today. But can you talk about that as a police officer? And then at the same time, seeing, of course, the, the protest, peaceful and otherwise, and that tension between the police and the public. What does that look yes. like? How did you navigate that in your life? Because more often than not, of course, when people talk about the police today, it generally is in a bad tone. And, of course, we all know that in every aspect of service, there are good people and bad people, and such it is with police officers. And I think police officers carrying an unfair burden in some way, it, in many ways, it may be an easy target. Yeah. And that that's pretty accurate. And I, I'll say something. I always said it kind of like whimsically when I, when I say this, but police officers, whenever they're called to, to come to a scene, more likely than not, someone on that scene does not want that officer there. It has nothing to do with who the individual is. It's for the reasons why they're called, usually. I mean, just the, the, the bulk of why a police officer may have to respond, there, there's a reason why that person is responding. So at that, there's probably somebody who doesn't even want that officer there at the time, even though they are yeah. responsible for handling their responsibilities. But also, I like to say what I say whimsically, because I really believe throughout my career, I said at, at, the, at the root, majority of the public don't want to be told what to do. So you have an officer who's telling you, you know, you have to go this direction versus that direction, or you can't do this, you can't do that, or whatever. Sure. 
and I'm not saying everybody acts out on that, but it just kind of raises a question like, why are you telling me this? And, you know, and raise some questions. So right there, there's some tension with that. But a lot of people are, by and large, our, 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 our society upholds its police officers and, and they have entrusted those police officers with an enormous amount of responsibility. People want to know that they are safe and feel safe. There's a security in feeling like, hey, I feel safe here. And so when you have individuals who are willing to step up and be um, the responsible individuals to ensure that we, we really appreciate what they represent. But I do want to clearly state that the enormous amount of responsibility that's entrusted to police officers they are empowered. That power does not does not originate from them. It, it it comes from the people and the law. They're entrusted and empowered to do what they're called to do. And the enormity of that responsibility, I say this to thousands of police officers that I've taught throughout the years. Thousands. I said, your job responsibility, there's very few jobs jobs, and I'll say it how I do it right up right up front from the lectern. I can't think of another job that's equal to that of a police officer, not because I serve in it, that at a moment's notice, at a moment's notice and a millisecond, a police officer, based on their, their perception, can take somebody's liberty or their life, simply based off of what they perceive to be in that moment. Now, there's a whole process to make sure that there was justification, that they follow, but I'm talking about at that moment. A police officer perceives something, they can take action, and they can take a person's liberty or their life. That's a huge responsibility. And so they carry that responsibility. And because they hold that, there also have to be, has to be equal accountability because that responsibility may have that officer do something that may be, may not be good for the individuals. And, and, you know, I'm searching for the word, but, you know, sometimes a police officer may have to take a life and, it was a justifiable force for taking that life or taking someone's liberty, making sure that if you're going to make an arrest that, uh, you know, we are all supposed to be by the fourth amendment, securing our persons, our, our person, places, houses, papers, the whole fourth amendment. We're supposed to be securing that. And from unreasonable search and seizure, arresting somebody is a seizure. So, um, you know, and even, even using deadly force, that's a seizure, the seizure of that person's body. So I'm, I'm given a lot of legal, aspects of it because I'm trying to emphasize the importance of our police officers and we entrust that. And finally, I'll say this, that we understand the thin blue line and the thin blue line is I try to encourage our police officers, especially with matters where people, citizens can't view things the same way police officers do, that we will need to be reminded that the thin blue line is simply that line of individuals who are willing to stand between chaos and order. The thin blue line does not mean we protect ourselves, that we stick together no matter what. It's always supposed to be we stand in between chaos and order. And right now, we're at a point in our life where we're seeing something where this here has definitely been challenged um, because of some of the actions that we've seen in our society. Reverend Sheldon Williams. Reverend Sheldon is the pastor of Fellowship 412, which is an Allegheny Center Alliance satellite church based in Homestead. His former life, he spent uh, many, many years as a police officer and time in the United States military as well. So, Mm -hmm. Sheldon, uh, when we see, uh, when you see 
George Floyd being held down and uh, an officer's knee on George Floyd's neck for more than eight minutes, and especially as a black man in America, I mean, that has to crush you. It has to resonate deeply within you. And, of course, like as I said, bringing you in, there's good cops and bad cops. And uh, as you so eloquently described, having to make uh, decisions based upon any number of factors and trying to respond to that in an, in an adequate way. But the upheaval, especially within the black community and across America, I believe it's justified. When you see something like that, it happens far too often. Now, people will say, well, you know, the statistics will show this about you know, a blacks with police officers or white with police officers. There's a lot of different narratives that are going on right now. That's true, isn't it? Yeah, a whole lot of narratives. And if we go back to George Floyd's um, situation, that. I have said since that video aired that I thank God for the voice of video. And I mean it just like that. Because for so long, there were individuals who were crying out saying, hey, there's an injustice that is occurring. And they, they believe that that injustice was occurring because of the color of their skin. And, you know, trying to, to just make mention of the incidents that have happened. But you can't deny what was on tape. But I do want to distinguish when officers use force whether or not that force was reasonable or excessive, you know, that has to be filtered through a whole different flow. And we look at and and try to understand, was that reasonable force that an officer used? But in George Floyd, and that's why this is such a pivotal point right now, and that so many people react, the shock and awe of seeing what we saw for eight minutes and 46 seconds, The, 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 the disregard, for George Floyd as he laid there and even crying out, talking about he can't breathe and crying out for his mother. That the few minutes after he laid lifeless and the officers didn't even have due regard to try to care for him as he laid lifeless on there and continued their posture, especially Officer Chauvin, continued his posture on his neck, just speaks volumes about what is going on that the officers that we entrust with so much responsibility have a high degree of, 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 of respect for them. How does this happen? So a lot of people are shocked by that, but please allow me to say this, that I'm so glad that people are waking up and speaking out and want to understand this better and getting this opportunity today. But there are many in our public who have stopped or paused on their pursuit of their American dream to try to wrestle with this while there are some others in our society who've been trying to wake up from the American nightmare that they have experienced like incidents like this. And so all I'm suggesting is there have been repeated calls for, we don't want good officers to be burdened, but we do want to have a, a system of justice that respects all individuals and that the execution of their duties are according to law, fairness, and equity and not be based off of any bias, any fear, or any other back and things in the background that may cause them to make decisions that may, may be improper. So we see what happened with George Floyd. And, and why I say it's absolutely unreasonable, because you're hearing some stuff about um, appropriate chokeholds, and I think Minneapolis just banned all chokeholds and stuff like that. And to the citizens, it may sound like, well, they must have approved of this type of tech, uh, technique. And as a tactics expert, let me just clarify why I say it's absolutely unreasonable. Mm-hmm. George Floyd is laying prone on his stomach. 
he has his hands behind his back and handcuffed. He's dominated by multiple officers on the scene. And one person chooses to continue to have that position. That's what makes that unreasonable. In articulating that the person is resistant arrest, you have a video where what is resistance? And some people, as I have heard, John and Kathy, well, it looks like he's not complying because he's trying to move. The man is fighting for his life. He is actually going into instinctual behaviors because he can't breathe. And we've experienced, even in the Pittsburgh area, this whole thing about positional asphyxiation with the Johnny Gamage uh, in 1995 or so, when that incident happened, and it changed police tactics across the country to be very aware of when you're putting somebody under arrest, to be aware of that and that we're not putting more force or pressure on individuals so that we are caring for them, even if we have to use force to bring them under arrest and to overcome their resistance. In George Floyd's incident, you can, I can't articulate any type of resistance that he had. And for that, I could immediately go to the unreasonableness of Officer Chauvin's actions. So, and his prolonged positioning on him just, just makes no sense whatsoever. And you're hearing a lot of people for, for one, this is one incident where I said, I have not seen any other incident where I had so many law enforcement professionals and tactics experts be so quick to want to call out how long this is. And I'm thankful for that. Reverend Sheldon Williams is with us, pastor of Fellowship 412 in Homestead. Sheldon is a former police officer and bomb squad tech, among many other things. We need to take a break. Reverend Sheldon, can you stay with us? I certainly can. Terrific. There's much more ahead. It's the Friday edition of The Ride Home. As mothers and caregivers, we tend to put others before ourselves. Former Texas Governor Ann Richards once said, if you think taking care of yourself is selfish, change your mind. In planning for your retirement, it's important to pay yourself first. Women have unique needs as investors. They generally live longer than men and have less saved. Kurt Kenotic and the team at Accurate Solutions Group have developed a complimentary guide to help women achieve financial independence called 10 Tips to Help Empower Women Investors. This guide addresses the reasons every woman should have a financial plan of her own. For your copy of this guide from Accurate Solutions Group, call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. That's 412-515-3555. Don't put others' retirement plans before your own. Take the first step toward your financial independence today. Call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters, and downspouts, siding, and of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company and all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit windowsaruspittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of the highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry from a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. 
Why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Seasons of change and uncertainty can be difficult, even scary, but they don't have to control or define you. The counselors of the Grace Wellness Center would consider it a privilege to come alongside and help you replace the fear and frustration with freedom and peace. While office visits are still available throughout the area, Grace Wellness Center also offers online and phone appointments to make counseling convenient and available on your terms, accepting all major insurances at thegracewellnesscenter.com. I can't believe he found them. He seems sorry. We very clearly told him not to look up there. I'm honestly impressed that he was able to do it. Right? What did he balance on that big chair? Yeah, I mean, I guess he'll just know what his gifts are this year. I really thought we had hidden them well. If they can find their presence, they can find a gun. 911, what is your emergency? Every day, eight kids and teens are unintentionally killed or injured by loaded and unlocked guns. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and End Family Fire. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, tune in, and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. We'll have a shower or thunderstorm in spots this evening. Otherwise, tonight will be partly cloudy and warm. We'll see a low tonight of 67. Partial sunshine expected to kick off the weekend tomorrow. We'll have a shower or thunderstorm in the morning. It'll turn less humid in the afternoon. Tomorrow's high 81. Mostly sunny skies to wrap up the weekend Sunday. It'll be pleasant with a high of 75. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. All this week we've been talking about, of course, what's happened in Minneapolis with George Floyd. And we've had so many different voices join us in this conversation. Today we're happy to welcome to the air Reverend Sheldon Williams. Reverend Williams is the pastor of Fellowship 412, which is an Allegheny Center Alliance Satellite Church in Homestead. But Sheldon spent decades in the United States military and as a police officer here in the city of Pittsburgh. Reverend Sheldon, first off, I just want to thank you for so much uh, honesty that you gave us in the last segment. I mean, that was just really helpful as we try to figure this out, um, just try to have clear minds as we go forward, which brings me to a question I have based on just, you know, hanging out on social media, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or, you know, whatever your platform is. I'm disturbed by the binary choice that seems to be available to us. It seems like I either have to be supportive of the family of George Floyd, supportive of the quest for equality, supportive of the protesters, or I can support cops. There doesn't seem to be any way that you can walk a fine line there. How do you see that? Oh, that's a great question, Kathy. Um, actually, this, this is part of the problem is that people that either um, run to one side or the other have polarizing viewpoints. It's yeah. not going to move us at all to any place where we can start seeing um, us grow in any way. We got to move from those polarizing viewpoints. And really, um, when it comes to what's happening right now, I think what George Floyd and their family, what that represents is a family in mourning because of an apparent injustice. We understand it's going to go through the legal process as well it should, but there's an apparent injustice. And the people who are protesting, are saying that these are repeated incidents that have happened mm-hmm. and they want to call for change. And it is, I'm thankful to be in a country where people are allowed to protest. And our police officers, being one, um, retired, I've stood on those lines where we had to look for individuals 
um, who would either instigate or incite riotous behavior while still trying to protect the freedom of individuals to express themselves um, because of the outrage they may be sensing and feeling. And so people feel that's a direct opposition to the actual protest and may not even understand some of the decisions to start moving people along. But I do want to say that unless a person, now some people might argue with me on this, but unless a person goes down and files for a permit and, and asks, hey, I want to have a, a protest on such and such a day and goes through the permit process, um, that, and there's a process to do that, unless they do that and you just rally and say, hey, we're going to meet on such and such a day and we're going to protest, whatever, and you show up, that would be classified as what they call an unlawful assembly. It, you, you didn't, you didn't prearrange that assembly and some people blocking traffic and the like. So when officers respond and they give room for individuals to verbalize their disdain, their, their, their outrage for whatever periods of time, hours, two hours, three hours, and then a decision is made either because, hey, this has gone on long enough or some behavior that becomes violent or threatening, and then the police officers have to act. Well, at that point in time, some people feel like it's an infringement upon their, their civil rights yeah. to be able to protest. But I think there's balance there is what I'm trying to articulate. Um, officers are there to ensure the safety of all those, and we've seen where officers have responded um, because now they, they have some indication that there's a threat of violence or harm, so they move in. Um, and, and, but I think there has been permission and room for people to go ahead and to, to organize and to rally and to hear their voices, and, and, but it's a balance. And so I don't think we can. I think you have to look at it all aspects. We need to mourn what happened to George Floyd and, 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 and be very sympathetic to that family. Um, but also when we see that and we, we look at that incident and say something doesn't seem right here, then that's the action portion of it. And the first step people can do, because it doesn't take much, is let's get out there and let's express ourselves. But then let's look at some substantive ways that we can address this listening sessions to see, okay, what's right and wrong, policy changes if they need to occur, holding people accountable most certainly whenever there's an injustice or an excessive force or a misuse of force, that there's accountability there. And then also mutual respect across the board. So I would not say that, you know, to, to support one, to support the protesters, for which I will say and be transparent, I support what the protesters are doing. I also support the police officers who are called to be there to make sure that there is, there is safety in, in allowing individuals to verbalize that. And then at some point in time, where's the balance between it? No one agrees that however outraged you are, and some people may say, I understand why some people move to looting. I don't advocate nor support that behavior. Absolutely not. I think you, you, you damage the message when people resort to those actions and you force the police officers at that point in time to do their jobs. They're required to do it and they should, but people who are sitting there and they're verbalizing, I support that. That's your, that's your first amendment right to do so. Thank God for a free country that allows you to do that. But also support the police officers who, who are patient standing by ensuring that there's safety or whatever. But when the call comes that some things have to move along because people are walking highways and blocking streets and, and the like, at some point in time, there has to be balance. 
is what I'm Amen. suggesting. So Reverend Sheldon Williams is with area. us, pastor of Fellowship 412, which is an Allegheny Center, Allegheny Center Alliance Satellite Church in the Homestead area here in the city of Pittsburgh. Sheldon, we're up against the clock, of course, as we always are. So uh, talk to us now as a pastor. Uh, we've gone through this whole week. Sunday morning, you're going to step in front of your congregation. What are you going to talk about? Yes. First of all, I mean, you know, people think prayer should be the last resort. It should mm-hmm. always be our first, our first rule we should go first is that, you know, we, we need to be praying and, and, and have a good prayer life. Um, but in these moments that like, we, our church, our Center Alliance Church and the Center Light of Fellowship 412 have, have been on this journey of, of being a, a diverse community of believers and, and people know us to be that. But even in that, that we don't sit back and think we have arrived. What we do is we encourage one another to stay on that journey. And that's what I'm inviting and will continue to invite our people to, to, to pursue that even in that I've had my own congregants that I've been in relationship with that have a new perspective on things because we've had listening and talking sessions and they can share perspectives and they run light. So I would invite people to do the same. Like you, you, you don't lose anything by listening, but you can certainly possibly gain new insight by taking the opportunity. Fabulous. So wow. Sheldon, before you leave us, give yourself a plug for Fellowship 412. You meet when and where? Yeah, right now we're still under um, COVID guidelines and we're going to start um, talking about what this reopening look like for our satellite and our main campus. But we are at 435 East 10th Street um, in Munn Hall, right down from the Homestead Library, and uh, the main campus is Allegheny Center Alliance Church, 250 East Ohio Street, and we'd love to have new visitors come if they would like. We'd love to have you. Fabulous. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on our show. That's the Reverend Sheldon Williams, pastor of Fellowship 412, former police officer and bomb squad tech, among many other things. Sheldon, we're grateful. We are. God bless you, sir. Thank you. John and Kathy, anytime you need me, give me a call. Take a break. Come back. Uh, it's our Friday feature. We do. We call it the week in review. What happened? What you like? What hacked you off? The whole thing. The week in review and what a week it has been. Stay with us. One hundred one point five W O R D. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New, new, new music. New music from Francesca Battistelli. This could change everything. This could change everything. Over and over by Riley Clemens. And Danny Goki. Love God, love people. Because it all comes down to this. Love God and love people. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you by Trinity Jewelers and Dennis Spira and Associates. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Do you have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keeps coming back? Take the five-question gut check to see if it could be more than occasional constipation. It could be irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess is not a laxative. It works differently. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. 
Talk to your doctor about whether Linzess is right for you. Go to Linzess.com to take the five-question gut check. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, a partner you can trust in times of need, featuring 24-hour emergency service. From plumbing, heating, cooling, and trenchless sewer repairs, Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling has been a trusted name for over 35 years when it comes to helping you solve household problems and concerns. Visit greaterpghplumbing.com or call 412-223-2560. Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at greaterpghplumbing.com. Chris Katolka here from the Friends of Israel Today radio program, and earlier this year, President Trump laid out a new Israeli-Palestinian peace plan that was different from any other Middle East peace plan offered before, leaving many people to wonder, whose land is it anyway? The Jewish people want it. The Arabs want it. Well, the booklet, Whose Land Is It Anyway? from the Friends of Israel will leave you with a clear, concise answer to who owns that land. You can get your copy today by giving a gift of any amount by going to foiradio.org. That's foiradio.org. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Well, that's pretty easy, right? The words George Floyd were on everyone's lips and minds. And, of course, it roiled the country, and people are trying to find some peace and looking for solutions in this and looking to see what the story is. What is the story? All right, number two, Mike. What was a conversation that made you think? Well, I want to say that I, I, this might be an unpopular choice. Every single conversation that we've had on the show this week since Monday has made me think. Oh, Every I'm single not. one. I have about 10 pages of notes on, uh, on what I've heard and learned and observed in the guests who've been with us this week and all the callers. I, I can't even narrow it down. Yeah, you I know? agree. Uh, to me, the, the callers, I think, you know, the, there's something about someone's personal story in a nutshell in 90 seconds, you kind of go, whoa, I never thought about it that way, or that was not my experience. So I, I'm greatly appreciative of all the callers. Yeah, this me week. too. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Number three. What did you eat? Man. It's pandemic eating. My wife made a <laughs> lamb, a curried lamb and vegetables. Oh my gosh. Oh man. I just had leftovers for lunch. I'm t- I'm, I'm eating this. It's like I'm eating gold or something. Oh I, my I gosh. Can't. You're so lucky. Heaven help me. Seriously. Heaven help me. Gosh, I mean, Mike, well, isn't he lucky? Yeah. Goodness the, gracious. the pandemic's been very good to me. I'll, I'll admit that. Yeah. Yourself, right. Kev? Uh, well, I'm going to brag a little bit, John, because it's something okay. I made since I'm the only one that cooks in my house. Okay. Um, I made a uh, potato salad. Yeah, for my daughter's graduation. Ironically, uh, my daughter who graduated hates potato salad. So I actually made it for everyone else because she didn't enjoy it. However, I will tell you this. I make the best potato salad in the world. And the reason is my secret weapon. Which is? The green olive. Oh, the uh, who doesn't love a green olive? Now, I'll raise you on that because I was uh, at that party and I did uh, have that potato salad. You did? I didn't. I don't think so. Oh yeah, because I didn't. I didn't have it out. Wait, wait a second. There was there was some kind of somebody no. brought some kind of salad. Yeah, there. but that wasn't that wasn't wasn't me. yours. No. Okay, then I'll just hold my comments. No, sorry. Right. No, okay. no. I, so if if you if you're 
not happy with your own potato salad and you think, what could I do? The answer is a green olive <laughs> and a lot of them. Next, okay, Mike, Mike, let's move forward. What did you watch? Okay, I've been watching a lot. Um, something caught my eye on Netflix. I, I watched a film called Trumbo, which I absolutely loved. It's a story, true story, about a Hollywood filmmaker, Dalton Trumbo, who was blacklisted back in the 1950s. And it was, it's so timely because when you look at the, about what's happening here in America and people are marginalizing people, there's been these divisions, there's this big boogeyman, you know, that's in, everyone's freaked out by it. It's happened in America again and again and again. And the way that Dalton Trumbo dealt with it is totally opposite in how we're dealing with it in society today. So it's a really interesting film. Mm. Of course, if you love movies and you want to see, you know, the machinations of how it's made in a, in a script writer, someone who's a writer, it's a fabulous watch. So Dalton Trumbo, I think it's on Netflix. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm still with Bosch on Amazon. I'm in right. season five. If uh, if you're interested in watching a show which talks about police and racism, it is the show for you. It is so terrific. I can't say enough good things about it. So watch Bosch, Bosch on Amazon. All Very right, nice. Mike, five. What hacked you off? What hacked me off is our collective loss of wisdom, I know. truth, and grace. I know. That's where we are. I know. I know. I am so sick, John, of people judging other people's social media feeds. I can't stand it. Like people saying, I'm so sick of people saying, I can't believe you said, I can't believe you didn't say. I can't. I, it's just, I, there is no grace to allow anybody to do anything. Or it's just, it's, I, I hate it. All right. Get on to the next one so I can be happy. What was the best news you heard this week? We're green. We are green. So I, Let's get out there and, you know, against my better advice, uh, get out there and congregate, even though I'm not going to. (laughs) All right. The best news I heard this week is in spite of all my angst and what people are saying on social media, I am really encouraged. I do think that there are people who are listening. I don't think everybody's listening, but I think there are people who are listening. And that's got, I mean, that's terrific news. There are many wonderful people in this world still, right? Yeah. Incredibly beautiful people. So that is always the course. It has to be our way forward. All right, next, Mike. And in closing, you two have anything meaningful for us? He sounds when he says that like he doesn't he does. think we will. He really, really does. Okay, are, are you are you reading something spiritual, praying mm-hmm. something different? What yep. are you doing? First John, that's where I am right now. Couldn't be First more. John. Couldn't be more applicable. Can I tell you what I read? Yeah, please do. You're going to love this. For this message you heard from the beginning, we should love one another. Do not be like Cain who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, my brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life. Why? Because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. And anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life. Oh, that's fabulous. What is that? First John? First John 3. Excellent. Well, look, I mean, uh, again, I revert back to my, my uh, prayer app, which is my praise you go. I start my day with that. I love it. I uh, highly recommend it. Anybody who's out there looking for some sort of spiritual discipline on their phone, pray as you go. It's the app at the app store. It's just wonderful. All right. That's, that's the weekend review. All right. Uh, we'll take a break, come back John and, and do a little cleaning, a little dust up and review. launch forward for the weekend. Stay with us. This is John Samick, owner of Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. 
Our specialty cleaning services can provide the peace of mind your customers and employees need when you reopen your facility. Contact us today. The man, the yellow man, called Service Master. This is John Samick, owner of Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. We have developed a comprehensive facility reopening guide for businesses preparing to re-enter the workplace. Visit servicemasterofgreaterpgh.com to download yours today. If you have a child, no matter what the age, unless you've homeschooled in the past, chances are your child right now is involved in some form of online learning. Well, here's the deal. Successful learning takes more than two computers. Both of Kath and I's kids go to Grove City College, and so we see firsthand the nature of what quality online education is. In these strange times, not the best way to go about learning, but making the best of an odd situation, that's Grove City College. Kath? I think one of the things that I've been so impressed by and thankful for, John, is the fact that the personalized approach and the personal relationships were already in place before all of this hit. So it wasn't like the professors had to figure out who the students were and, boy, I got to make sure that I can come up with some kind of like interpersonal approach to them. No, that was already happening. And so when that's, you know, when they have history in that regard and then something like this emergency hits and they have to move to a different mode. It's awkward. It's weird. It takes a lot of adjustment, but really the relationship is already present. One day soon, hopefully this will all be over and kids will be back in school. We would encourage you to check out online Grove City College, its beautiful campus, but even more so a Christ-centered education from men and women who love to teach, love to learn. Look online, grovecitycollegegcc.edu. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Without Thousands of locally owned Napa stores across the nation. Chances are that wherever you call home, they do too. So whether you stop by your local Napa Auto Parts store, a Napa Auto Care Center, or visit Napa online, you can count on Napa know-how. I get this warm feeling every single time we have special needs patients in our office. Their needs are not that different from anybody else. Spending the time with that patient is very rewarding to me. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com. We were talking, uh, I don't know, probably last week about, you know, what's happening with uh, retail in the the midst of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so all the big stores are closed, little stores as well. And they were talking about, you know, loading docks are filled with merchandise, a lot of clothing that has a particular style for the season, which will now not be bought because stores have been closed. So they were saying, look for big sales ahead once the stores open. Well, this week, uh, a Land's End catalog came uh, our way. We bought something from Land's End a long time ago. Anyway, opened it up. Everything on sale in the Land's End catalog, everything, everything is 50% off. Really? So that must be the new trend here. Right. Uh, the stores are going to be opening this weekend. If you're a shopper, you're going to be like shopping heaven. So the malls are open? I don't know about the malls being open. I, I, to be honest, I really don't know. I don't know. I don't 
think I'm ready to go charging into a store. I'm not going to go. What do I need? Kath? We're broadcast. I'm broadcasting from my spare room. You think I'm going to leave this spare room and like run into Macy's? No, no. I'm going to pull that. Shit. I just, Fun. I'm sorry. I can't do that, John. All right. Well, heck, uh, thanks for being with us. Uh, let's collectively pray for our country Amen. as this week goes on, right? Pray for the country, for all of us here, for people who are hurting, people who are lost, people who are angry, people who are broken, the poor, the oppressed. Just pray. Do that first and foremost, and uh, certainly better days will be ahead when we do that. Thanks for being with us. God bless you all. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.